1: Oh,
2: yeah. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris Broussard alongside my partner, Rob Rob Parker. Parker, And we're coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com, they'll help you get there wherever there may be. They've got an unmatched selection Fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and more than 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. It's the way tire buying should be. And this right here, the odd couple, is the way sports talk radio should be. Let me welcome in my partner, Rob Parker. What's up, man? How are you? I'm doing great. What's happening, Mr. Chris Bussard? I'm good. I'm good. We ask you to keep it locked here for the next three hours on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio Radio app, or Sirius XM Channel 83, however you may be listening. The iCouple crew, we got Mark in for DJ Alex Tyshirt, a.k.a. Alex the Vegan, so Mark is on the ones and the twos tonight. Super producer Rob G is doing things, but doing them from home. But he's still running the show. And on the update, you just heard her a moment ago, Monsi Balaños. Rob, former general manager in the NFL, Arizona Cardinals, Steve Kime, will join us. So uh, he'll he'll be on our draft show here on Fox Sports Radio on Thursday. So it'll be good to have him on to preview the draft and get ready for that. But uh, obviously, Rob, the big news of the day, everyone knows it. Aaron Rodgers has finally been traded from the Green Bay Packers to the New York Jets. They, uh, What they did was they switched. We knew the Jets didn't want to give up this year's first-round pick, which was the 13th pick. So what they did was swap picks with the Packers. So the Jets gave up the 13th pick to the Packers, and the Jets will select 15th. Uh, so they still should be able to get the offensive lineman that they're looking for. Uh, At that spot, I'm sure that's what they believe. They're also giving up a second-round pick this year. And next year, a second-round pick that, hopefully for the Jets, right, uh, becomes a first-round pick if Aaron Rodgers plays 65% of the snaps. And if he doesn't, then uh, you you got a lot more to worry about than just losing that uh, first-round pick. So, Rob, uh, first, I mean you had come around understanding this was going to happen or did, were you still believing that you wouldn't believe it until you saw it?
3: Yeah, I was still of that belief that I believe it when I see it and then they made the trade. And so I have to believe it now, but I always thought there was I do not I don't, I don't know. I guess, I guess I've seen this movie before and I just felt like, God, to do the same exact thing, the Packers and the Jets, uh, you know, with with both of the quarterbacks that left their franchise after a long time, you know it didn't work out Brett with Favre, uh, Brett Favre. Right. Exactly, who looked uh, good
2: until he got injured with the Jets. I mean, they weren't you know, likely to win the Super Bowl, but they were playing well. I think yeah. they started out nine and three, and uh, and then they didn't make they the playoffs finished that year. Like nine and yeah. seven, yeah, yeah. It
3: was it was weird? I thought it was eight and three, but you were right somewhere right around there. So right. yeah. You know, I mean, uh, now now comes. Uh, the futures for both teams. And I'm I'm with you. I don't know how they don't give up a first round pick, the conditional sixty five percent is not a, a lot like if he doesn't throw six have sixty five percent of plays, that means he didn't play. He's hurt. That means he
2: got hurt. Yeah, right. I mean, so, That's what I'm saying, yeah.
3: right? So 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 your season went down the drains if 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 you're hoping that you don't have to give up that pick, so I, I, you know what I'm saying you, you yeah I mean they, they
2: they conceded that pick
3: that yeah. that pick, a first round pick because that's what it is. I mean unless he gets hurt on the first play of, of the season or right. something like that.
2: Well, let me ask you this, Rob, um because Aaron Rodgers will be 40 in December. so maybe the answer is pretty obvious, but is this a Super Bowl or bust? and I don't even mean just this season. Because presumably, right, he'll, he'll play next season as well. He does have two years left on his deal. So let's even give him a little leeway. In these next two years, is it Super Bowl or bust for Aaron Rodgers and the Jets?
3: I mean, that's always the thing for all teams. I just don't see, like, the Jets really believing that they're going to the Super Bowl. Uh, that's just wow. me. I, I just, Why make this deal then? Because they were so desperate, because of the quarterbacks that they had, I we they've done this before. I, I think I gave you a list of quarterbacks that have come to the Jets at the end of their careers, and all quarterbacks we talked about this before. Joe Montana went somewhere else. Payne Manning Gee. went somewhere else. Tom Brady went somewhere else. Run. This is m- more norm in the NFL than anywhere. So this is not that unusual because we've seen it with Bart Starr and Joe Namath, Chris, and we could go on and on and on of quarterbacks who finished their career elsewhere. Um, but the Jets just, just haven't had good luck. And, and as good as they played a year ago, Chris, and at least the start of the season, I just think the AFC, I'm not even, when I look in that division, am I convinced that they're the, first, the best team or the third best team? I'm, I'm not even convinced. No, I, I,
2: I, look, I'm just being honest. I, no, I, I don't I think you're right on the money. Buffalo, unless Buffalo takes a major step back. Yep. And the dolphins go and they're south. young Buffalo's still young for the most part. So the only reason for them, I mean, if they take a step back, Rob, it is a massive failure. It's not like their superstar quarterback is old, right? It's not like their star receiver is old. I get it. Von Miller's up there, but. That defense was was solid without, you know, even without Vaughn. No, you expect them to that, win
3: the division. You expect the Buffalo Bills to win the div- division unless something terribly happens. Would right. you say that? Right. I mean that going into the season.
2: Unless some I, I totally agree. Totally agree. And Miami, when two is there, they win. Two now that that may be a big if. We'll give you that. But when two is there, they win. Their skill positions are magnificent. Mike McDaniel did a good job last year as a rookie coach. So I agree with you. The only certainty in my view, at least right now, is that New England is the worst team in the division. But outside of that, I I feel you on the Jets. And again, when you look through the whole AFC, let, let me put it this way, Rob. I do... My personally, for me, I've said it before. I don't think the MVP level Aaron Rodgers is coming back. Now, if I'm wrong, then I then the Jets have to be a Super Bowl contender. Not just a playoff team. If he's the MVP Aaron Rodgers of three and two years ago, then there's no reason to think the Jets shouldn't be right there with Kansas City and Buffalo and, and all those teams and, and Cincinnati in the AFC. But if he's closer to the Aaron Rodgers we saw last year, Rob, I do think he'll be better because his weapons are better. You know, Garrett Wilson, McCole Hartman, Alan Lazard. Um, they they got a nice skill package with him with the Jets. They obviously have to improve the offensive line, which I'm sure is their goal in the draft. But he'll improve it himself just by being a smart quarterback who can get rid of the ball fast and things like that. Um, but Rob, I so for me, knowing he's about to turn 40, if he gets them to the playoffs and they're relevant and maybe you get a few postseason thrillers, Not that they win the AFC, because I don't see that happening. But I think if he did that, maybe second round, maybe conference championship would be great, then I think this is a win for the Jets. That's me. But I hear a lot of people already, Rob, comparing it to Tom Brady going to the Buccaneers and to Matthew Stafford even going to the Rams. And so by that standard, they're saying they won Super Bowls. Why can't Rodgers? Why shouldn't Rodgers?
3: Well, can I'll give you I'll give you two reasons. One, when you talk about the Rams, they had already gone to the Super Bowl, right. Chris, they before they Stafford got there. So let's right. they had a Super Bowl roster before, and and let's just be honest, Tampa Bay had a special defense, Chris, in place, and they had a quarterback who threw thirty interceptions, and they <laughs> finished like. Five hundred, Or what was their record? Like 7-9 and nine seven with a quarterback nine. that threw 30 interceptions. So you know how much harm that did to their team as far as winning, giving the ball away, putting the defense in bad spots, right, if you turn the ball over, things like that. So they weren't that far away despite their record. If you get a quarterback who could eliminate – and obviously Tom Brady went from 30 – I don't know what he had, Chris, 12, 10? You know what I mean? Like he cut it into no, he, a third. he played
2: – he was – great for him that first year.
3: That's what I'm saying.
2: But here's what I'd say, though. That's the Jets. The Jets were fourth in the league last year in points allowed. And the Jets had horrific quarterback play. Basically, they had the worst quarterback play in the league. And they were 7-10. So that's the same position that the Buccaneers were in. While the team was bad, you knew – they had a good defense, and you knew if they had adequate quarterback play, and they had great skill positions, you know, with Evans and Godwin, and obviously they added Antonio Brown and Gronk later, so that even adds it makes it even better. But the Jets is good. Wilson is is a, looks like a star in the making. Uh, was terrific as a rookie, and then Lazard is he's comfortable with Lazard, who's a good you know second third receiver. And McColl Hardman, so I just don't think.
3: I, I, you who was know, the, who was the competition for Tampa Bay in that division? Just the, the Saints. Saints. Just the Saints. I'm just saying, just the Saints. Compared to the Jets, have to basically leapfrog over two. I, well, I'm, that's the two thing. teams I that think are better. The AFC that, is that's, just tougher. That, that's all I'm saying, and, and, I, and think, I don't
2: think Rodgers is as good, especially now. Like as as Brady was. I mean Brady. I mean, we just know about his career. But even when he went there, you know, he was spectacular. He didn't have weapons at all. Now, if you want to say, people want to say, well, Rodgers didn't have weapons. We, we, Rob, we talked about it. That's why you and I thought they could still have a great season without Devontae Adams because he had been 7-0 and without Adams during his MVP seasons. But last year we saw he could no longer do it without a superb receiver like that. But I, you know, Rob, it, it was on him the last game. Um, the the rally that they made at the end of the season, he it was it wasn't in spite of him, but he certainly wasn't like the driving force. Uh, statistically, I just don't know that he's going to have it. Rob, I'll say this: I think we'll learn a lot about what Aaron Rodgers we're gonna get if he shows up or doesn't show up for off season workout. If he's there for offseason workouts and he is engaged with these young new receivers that he's got to get used to, then if I'm a Jets fan, I'm thinking, okay, maybe he will. Even even if he's not MVP level, he'll be much better than he was last year. If he doesn't show up for offseason workouts, I don't know. It, it, It leaves a sour taste in my mouth if I'm a Jets fan. Yeah. All right, Rob, let's throw it out to the uh, callers. Like I said, for me, personally, I'm not expecting Super Bowl. I'm exp- I, If they don't get to the playoffs, it'll be a, a bust for me. But I think people around the NFL, Jets fans, it seems like you are expecting a Super Bowl. So let's hear from you listeners. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Is it Super Bowl or bust for Aaron Rodgers and the Jets? Is this a failure for Rodgers if he doesn't win a Super Bowl or at least lead them to the Super Bowl in New York? You're to away in, 877-99 on Fox. It's the Odd Couple, Fox Sports
1: Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
3: Get in on the playoff action and win up to 100 times your money on prize picks as you and the world's best players take the game to a new level during basketball's postseason. Right now, you can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks. That's right. You can now turn $10 into $1,000 on prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. on a few guys and see what happens and you know what i turned ten dollars into over two hundred dollars download the app today and use the code odd for your first deposit match of up to a hundred dollars to get a first deposit match of up to a hundred dollars download the app today and use the code odd pick more pick less it's that easy
2: That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com,
3: the way tire buying should be. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that, but there is just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with your friends for time tournaments where you work together to build each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Gold feels new and exciting every day and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. All right, it's the iCouple
2: live from the TireRack.com studios on a Magic City Monday. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. on Fox. It is your turn to weigh in on the Aaron Rodgers trade. Is it Super Bowl or bust for the MVP or former MVP? Former multiple times. What, four MVP awards he's won, Aaron Rodgers? Uh, Is it Super Bowl or bust for him and the Jets? Your thoughts, 877-99 on Fox.
3: All right, Jerry in Orlando, you're on the iCouple, Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up,
4: Jerry? What's up, man? What, what up? Just want to give a shout out to Chris. He's one of the best commentators, to be honest, of all time because he's consistent and fair. But just to get Thank to the man. Aaron Rodgers situation, it's neither are because he is in the toughest, toughest division in football. Hey,
3: hey, Jerry, he's- Jerry, Jerry. Let's let's stop you. You got to turn the radio off.
4: Oh my fault. Yeah, we are behind, right? I'm sorry. That's all right. Go ahead. Yeah, he is in the. T- it's, it's neither. It's neither. If he make the playoff, like Chris said, I think that's a win. That's a Super Bowl because look what he's going up against across there, and he's up in age. And then plus he has to start with a new system, new receivers. Ain't no way it can be a bust. That's a low overrated. Just like Stephen A. Smith is. That. Aaron Rodgers don't make the Super Bowl list of bucks for the Jets. I think you're right.
2: I think reasonable people would agree with you. But, Rob, I wonder if there's going to be this groundswell of people just, like I said, looking at Brady, looking at Stafford, and just saying, oh, and then the Jets being pretty good last year. You know, Rodgers should be able
4: to deliver. You know okay, but and you the, I I agree with you. Chris, I think that's the Chris, reasonable you hit the point, expectation. Hey, not to cut you off. Not to cut you off. Chris you hit the point on the head. Uh when when Brady went to the Bucks, look what he was going up against at North. They ain't had much over there to beat. Uh Brady uh <laughs> Brady had a a cakewalk. This this stuff Rodgers in to go up against it's a no, different piece. You got it's, defense it's over bad. there in the AFC, plus All the right. baddest quarterbacks So, no thank thanks, Jerry. No thanks doubt. for the call. Thank
3: Appreciate you. it. Thanks for calling the Chris Broussard Show. Scotty in <laughs> Seattle, you're on the Odd Couple Fox hey, Sports don't Radio. Hey, congratulate.
5: <laughs> hey, I gotta say, I'm in. I'm the Jets. They're going to the Super Bowl. Wow. Okay, you gotta explain to us why. Last year, they were our little darling, and we were we were dealing with what. Flacco and Mike White and Zach Wilson. Oh, you had and the worst
2: quarterback play in the league, yeah. It we, was we the worst. And we uh,
5: still were all on their bandwagon for a while. Like, these guys are going to do it. They had offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year. They had Brees Hall, who probably would have been the offensive rookie of the year if he didn't get hurt. And now they're bringing in Aaron Rodgers. And he is – don't underestimate his arrogance – this guy is gonna be—he's gonna be like he just left his ex. He's getting his six-pack back. He's going out on the town. He's gonna show okay, him what's up. Okay, so let me
2: ask you this: You're—you sound like a Jets fan. So I'm not. If, I'm a Cowboys fan. Okay, okay. I like, but if 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 he doesn't show up, <laughs> if, if, would you be concerned if you were a Jets fan? If he—are you concerned at all about like if he doesn't show up for OTAs or?
5: Off-season yes, workouts. I definitely, definitely would be. But I feel like, I feel like he's going to, he's going to flip the whole thing and he's going to be all in and he's going to show the Packers, you're going to miss me. Like he's okay. that kind of guy that wants to, he wants to. He is he, like that. He I has agree, that I kind of that. attitude. You know what I mean?
2: Uh, right, I think God, that'd be great to see. it. I'd love to see that. Aaron Rodgers show up like that Uh, I mean you don't you don't 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 see it happening but I think it'd be great yeah
3: and and a couple years ago you know people wrote him off said he was finished that was before the two super the two MVPs I mean you know people wrote him off if you go back and listen to comments two years ago people were like oh he's finished I remember uh who was it uh that I got into it with um probably Bucky Brooks uh, Bucky Brooks said, he should, remember, he should go to Chicago and finish his career there. You remember that? Like right, right. That was a couple of years ago. Let's squeeze one more in, Dave. Yep. Yeah. 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 Uh, Dave, Dave, you're on the you Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio from Michigan. What's up?
6: Howdy. I'm just calling because <clears throat> I'm a Bears fan the Packer country, so I see all I see is Packer games. So I think you guys kind of, well, the last couple of callers kind of hit it, but Aaron Rodgers is going to be good, whether he shows up for OTAs o- o- or not. He's he's gonna demand um, the people to play his way, and he'll and he like he just said arrogant.
4: And he'll he'll do good. My I just fan, could, I'm happy. Huh?
3: Okay. Yeah. No, I hear you. Thanks for the call. So you think the MVP? He's, yeah, understand. he's gone. The only thing okay. I, I wonder, Chris, was last year the Jets kind of came out of nowhere. Like like I, I I had no expectations for that team. Remember right. when they started winning? And I don't know if they can sneak up on anybody coming well, into no, the city. They you know what I mean? Now well with no, Rodgers. Right. right. But I'm just saying right. like things have changed like last year, I'm not no, so sure when teams played them that they were like, should we be worried about right. them? They you're were not, a young yeah. team. Right. Agreed. And I think Agreed. it changes once you have some success and then people see what you can do.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: Look, be sure not to miss NFL Draft Night Live right here on Fox Sports Radio Thursday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, throughout the first round of the draft. You'll have insider Jay Glazer, former Cardinals GM Steve Kine, college football Hall of Famer LeVar Arrington, And Big Noon Kickoff's Rob Stone, they'll give you the pick-by-pick predictions and reactions to every first-round pick. That's Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern, throughout the first round, live here on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports Radio's draft coverage is presented by Chalk, that's C-H-O-Q, the reigning champion in natural men's health. Level up, guys, your strength, energy, and focus at Chalk.com. You can use code DRAFT for 35% off any subscription for life. Chalk, C-H-O-Q dot com, code DRAFT. With that said, we welcome in our next guest. As I just mentioned, he will be on Draft Night Live here on Fox Sports Radio Thursday. Steve Kime, former general manager of the Arizona Cardinals. Steve, welcome to the iCouple. What's up? It's Kime time. (laughs) ha, gentlemen. What's going on? (laughs) Good to have you. Uh, let's we'll get to the draft, obviously, but let's start with the news of the day: Aaron Rodgers being traded to the Jets. How do you think both teams fared uh, in this trade? And, and let's start with the Jets and what you think their, you know, expectations should be of Rodgers, or what your expectations are
4: with them.
6: Yeah, I mean, obviously an excited day, exciting day to be a Jets fan. But you know, to me, uh, it, you know, you live in a business that we're in, which is a lot of forecasting and projection. The one thing you don't have to do with Aaron Rodgers is project. We know what kind of a football player he is. We know all of his accolades and what he's done for that organization. So for him to be able to uh, make that move and to go to the New York Jets, you know, to me, the, the winner is the Jets. To be able to get a player of that magnitude, to have the kind of consistency and the person in that position that can take him to the promised land, and now. And the reality is the Green Bay Packers have, Packers have some ammunition and they have some, some um, obviously, some picks to go with it. But at the same time, they have to identify a real quarterback and we'll see if that really happens.
3: Well, that that was my question for the Packers and, and Jordan Love because deep down, Steve, I thought if they really thought they had something with Jordan Love when they moved up to draft him, a couple years ago, when Denver wanted Aaron Rodgers really bad at draft night, that was probably the time you could have gotten even more at that situation if you thought you had something with Jordan Love. Do they know what they have with Jordan Love or not?
6: You no, know, I don't. I don't think so. I think I think to exactly what you were saying. I think if they knew what they had. And they were confident that they would have moved on a few years ago, uh, particularly when you started to see Aaron's numbers continue to climb from a financial standpoint, and the fact that there was that many years as a backup quarterback. I just find it hard to believe that they were that that confident in the young man to move forward with him. The
2: Jets, you know, biggest question this year, or obviously quarterback, but they've solved that. But their offensive line was one of the worst in the league. Obviously, they're going to address it in the draft. Do you think their draft? And, I mean, Rodgers, how much does he make an offensive line better? With that combination, do you think that'll be enough for them to protect Rodgers so they can have a great season?
6: Well, I mean, again, the the million-dollar question is you wake up out of bed and you say, do we have a chance or don't we? And about eight teams in the NFL, because of the quarterback position, have that ability. And now all of a sudden the Jets do, where they didn't in the past. So now when you look at their, their team and how can we build around Aaron Rodgers, obviously the offensive line needs to be upgraded. But at the same time, because of the way that Aaron Rodgers plays, his ability to pr- process information quickly, get the ball out quickly, and then obviously Joe Douglas' ability to, to add some bodies to this roster. I mean, to me, obviously instantly you can have a much better team and a team that's in position to, con- to uh, contest.
3: Is it different for a team like the Jets – that kind of came out of nowhere last year when they started out that young team, you know, a young coach as far as a head coach, and, you know, they came out of the gate. And then, uh, you know, things, that bad quarterback play, and then things fell apart or whatever. But this year, there's no, like, surprising uh, anybody. Is, is that right with the Jets? Like, you got Aaron Rodgers, and they had some success on defense a year ago. Teams will be ready for them.
6: Correct. And the head coach and the GM are now, you know, a few years into this thing. And uh, it's time to make a change. You know, you have to be able to show some, some vast improvement to not only get your fan base off you, but to keep the people upstairs, as far as ownership, happy. So again, this this move to me is a signal that they're ready to make a real play at it. And again, whatever the compensation is that Joe had to give up, you know, for Aaron Rodgers, uh, to me, that really is, is 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 minuscule compared to the opportunity ahead or the excitement that it's going to generate within that locker room, that area, and just the whole fan base in general.
2: All right, Steve, let's go to the draft. Obviously, the big thing, at least at the top of the draft, is the quarterbacks. Um, I personally like C.J. Stroud best, but I hear everybody seems to love Bryce Young. The only question mark seems to be his size. Now, you drafted Kyler Murray, who's a small quarterback, and Bryce is smaller than him. Do you – I assume by drafting Kyler, you don't think size is a big issue – but um, what do you think to th- say to those who have concerns about Bryce because he is small?
6: Well, him to be uh, be straight with you now, Bryce and Kyler, both five foot ten, and Bryce was two hundred and four pounds, and Kyler was a little less than that coming out. Now he's gotten a little bit bigger. My biggest thing is with quarterbacks, as I've gotten to do it more and more throughout the years is, you know, the old prototype is really uh, not as much of a factor anymore. Obviously, Russell Wilson gave people confidence to be able to draft a smaller quarterback if they had compensating abilities, and those compensating abilities had to be making up for your lack of length, which is foot speed, ability to extend plays, eyes, instincts, you know, your arm strength, and ability to still make all the throws. And again, to me, a guy like Bryce Young has that ability. And when you look at him, the thing that separates him from a lot of these athletic quarterbacks coming out, in my opinion his instincts, his anticipation, those things that most of those quarterback junkies have coming out of the prototypes. But you add that with the skill set, uh, to me, it's a dangerous guy. And I don't think there's any question that that's going to be the pick of the Panthers. John Fitter, to me, would not have made that trade that early in the process if he wasn't convinced that Bryce Young was his man.
2: And he would be your guy if you had the number one pick? or would,
6: or he, would he would be, because all those other quarterbacks who I feel have first-round grades, to me, they do not have everything that it takes in terms of checking all the boxes the thing with Bryce that checks all the boxes is the moxie the anticipation the things that you always can't see on tape I mean everybody that I've talked to that I've sat down with a kid he blows you away and, and his meetings off the field is his film study his knowledge his articulation of plays and those sort of things so again to me that's what separates him and again because he's undersized I had my analytics team in Arizona run a number of things over the years and nobody can ever really forecast unless you've had chronic injuries coming out the difference of size versus not size and weather forecasting injuries.
3: Now, now, here's the other thing, too, and I know this is your business and you guys all work hard at it, but to me, the draft always seemed like a crapshoot. I mean, there have been so many busts, Steve. <laughs> it really does. Like, like, like so many quarterbacks who, you know, were great in college who just, couldn't do it in the nfl or, or whatever that's why i'm talking
6: to you guys right
3: now no i <laughs> hey hey it's all good you know what i mean it's just a, just a stepping stone steve look at it that way all right but you right. get my point it's really hard i don't care where you play at or your tape or the, the the interview the guy gives you isn't it really hard to be able to pick to draft players to play in the, the on the next
6: level Listen, I mean, you you nailed it on the head because people at home are probably going to laugh at this. But again, I go back to analytics, and analytics were really just something that just would be able to get me to step aside and think about something for a second. It never was anything that built my philosophy or those sort of things. I'm still old school. I want to see it on tape. I like the production. The combine and all the measurable stuff obviously matters some, but I've gotten to obviously overlook some of that as well. The bottom line is is my analytics team put together something for me that was over the last 10 years, you realize that 49% of the first round picks have failed. And when I say failed, our level, our our barometer was not even high. To be a first round pick, all our barometer was is that you were an average NFL starter for three years or more. Now, again, that's taking out injuries, which is obviously something you cannot forecast. But when you're sitting at home and you're saying all the bells and whistles are these easy first round picks, that you basically close your eyes. And you throw a dart at it. That isn't it. And you go down the list. And what I've always done with my staff in the past, sit down the first day of training camp and have a little fun. Go back to the last five drafts, walk through one through 32, and say, was this first pick, this second pick, this third pick, were they a good player, pro bowler, starter, what were they? And it's amazing to say how many players aren't even in the league by year three. No hmm.
3: doubt. No doubt. Last thing, we'd be remiss. Kyler Murray's been through a lot, uh, obviously, Um Uh, And and at one point, Steve, you guys were seven and oh, two years ago. And it looked like you were heading where you wanted the next. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was amazing. And for the wheels to fall off from where it is. And then so many players taking shots at him and all kinds of stuff. Got a guy. The guy's got to be a tremendous athlete to be a baseball player and football player in the first round. But, but where's the future for him? Where is this a crossroads this coming year for him?
6: I mean, I don't, think, I don't think there's any question. Uh, obviously, the fact that uh, he's coming off of an ACL injury is, is a little bit of a concern for most, and I said this the other day. I really don't see it for him being the biggest obstacle because I wouldn't mind the fact that he's in there every day spending more time in the facility around the support staff and his teammates because we all know that builds trust and relationships. And I'm not saying Kyler was not that. What I'm saying is it's just the fact that you're around the team more. We, we all sometimes forget Kylo never had a spring of football. He was a one-year starter at Oklahoma, transferred from a and and played baseball every spring of his career. Right. So, so you'd be naive to not think that he's going to continue to get better the more football he plays. That being said, it's obviously there are some things that obviously he has to improve upon. We have right. to improve the roster around him, that being the Cardinals, and, and put him in a position to succeed, which whatever offensive plan that they come in with or the schematical approach that they have has to fit what he does. And, again, he has to step up and do his thing this year. And, again, it comes down to every part of the facet of playing that position not just being a skilled player which is off the charts for him it's the off field you know studying habits and putting everything into it which i think he'll do kyler's a winner now he he hates to lose as much as anybody i've been around it's just continuing to grow as a young football player and understanding how to how to be a pro
3: that's Steve Kine, right,
2: former general manager of the Arizona Cardinals. Catch him th- Thursday on Draft Night Live right here on Fox Sports Radio.
3: Steve, great stuff. We appreciate Steve, it. Steve, I already named your segment as you go forward. Remember me with a little 10%. It's time time, all right? There you go. Hey,
6: anytime you need me, Kine time coming, baby. There you go. All right, Steve. Thank you. Appreciate you guys.
2: Yep. yep. Uh, Rob, Ime Udoka is back. That's next. Odd ah, Couple, Fox Sports Radio.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: T.J. Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts,
1: or wherever you get your podcasts from. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is.
2: That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying
3: should be. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that, but there is just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with your friends for time tournaments where you work together to build each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Gold feels new and exciting every day and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store.
1: Game on!
2: Right, it's the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob, live from the com studios. At the end of your first year, Discover Credit Card automatically doubles all the cash back you've earned. Everything you earned, that's right, doubled. Seriously, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. It's time for Sheckle City.
3: All right, Sheckle City, best bet. I'm taking the Grizzlies plus five tonight in Los Angeles against the Lakers. Wow. Yep. I'm going to take the Grizzles there. They had that terrible shooting night in Game 3. I mean, I don't know. What was the score? 45-3 uh, to three to start the game. 35-9. Was that what it biggest, was,
2: Grizzles? It tied the biggest first-quarter deficit in play. Yeah, playoff. I mean, I,
3: that that was uh, the a chance lot. of you having a start like that were just unbelievable. And that they wound up losing by 10, right? Wasn't it? Didn't they lose by yeah. 10? Yeah. Considering yeah. where to start was. So I'm going to say that they shoot the ball better. And they beat the Lakers. Uh, heat plus seven against the Bucks. I don't know, I don't know what Giannis is going to be, Chris. I don't, I mean, he's they're putting him out there, but uh, I'm not positive. Uh, how good they'll be, how good he'll be well, in so Miami so far,
2: Rob. He's got seven points, three assists, and a rebound. Uh, they're up 23 17.
3: Okay, I'm,
2: I'm and it's a take lot, lot of the time. They've their offense has been hot. They it's it's uh. They've only played seven minutes.
3: Wow. Seven and a a half minutes, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to take the Heat plus seven in that. And then uh, baseball tonight. Oh, you got uh, the Heat winning? Yep. Heat plus seven. Yep. And I'm going to take. Don't go with that one, folks. And I'm going to (laughs) take the Brewers on the money line hosting the Detroit Tigers. So Grizzlies plus five, Heat plus seven, and the Brewers money line against the Tigers. Remember, I'm not telling you who to bet on. I'm telling you who I bet on.
2: All right, Rob. Uh, the Houston Rockets have a new coach. It's Ime Udoka, of course, former coach with the Boston Celtics. Rob, I mean, obviously, the elephant in the room is that he, you know, was was released from the Boston Celtics for uh, improper relate an improper relationship with a female coworker. Chris,
3: can I say this real quick? Jump in real yeah. quick. Today it was it was ironic when I heard the news about Udoka. Is that NBC Universal CEO? Did you see this story? I didn't. Jeff Shell, he got fired. He ran NBC Universal. Guess why? Inappropriate relationship with a female subordinate. Wow. But go ahead.
2: Well, Rob, I'm glad you said that because some people might think uh, this is just sports or happens all is, the time. Yeah, this is time. a Udoka. We know, Rob, the guy that brought us to Fox Sports 1. You know? Um right. Stuff like this does happen. Uh, you have to have these boundaries, and it's not just sports. They weren't just picking on Udoka. Uh, that said, he's getting a second chance, and that's more than some people get, Rob. Right. So Everybody
3: deserves a second chance yep. when they make – he didn't kill anybody, and I say that, you know, Chris, in, 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 in all seriousness. Like, it, it, it was bad. And it, it caused harm, you know, and caused an yep. issue in the organization. And people don't understand, like, when relationships like this happen, Chris, you put the company liable. That's why. It's not it's not a uh, moral thing. You know what I mean? It, right. it, it, you put the company liable when a boss is having a relationship with a subordinate. Period.
2: Right. Absolutely. Um, and, look, I, I, basketball-wise... I think it's a good hire for the Rockets, Rob. I mean, he is a good coach. We only saw him a year, but he did a great job with the Celtics. Uh, Defense is his calling card. And that's what that young team needs, Rob. They have talent. They got some scores. They need to learn how to play winning basketball. And I think he's the guy to to teach them. So uh, it's the odd couple. We got two hours
1: left. Keep it locked.
5: Zumo Play.